All right, welcome back, guys. This is Dave Heilman, a.k.a. Dynasty Dorks, and this is the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented to you by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. If you sign up today, you bet $100, you're going to get $100 right back. SportsGamblingPodcast.com, backslash WinBet. SportsGamblingPodcast.com, backslash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We've already gone through our top three receivers. We're going to go to our consensus number four, and that is Kayshawn Boutte. Reminder, like, subscribe, check out our other episodes, and let us know what you think about the show. And we also got some mock drafts going on. Kayshawn Boutte comes in at six foot, 200 pounds, and he's got that beautiful LSU helmet. We've seen a lot of great LSU receivers come out over the last decade. Just Odo Beckham Jr., Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, elite talent. Jarvis? You know what I mean? To talk about Jarvis? Jarvis Landry. Uh, <laughs> talking about some elite fantasy football options. And Keyshawn Butte, he was in the conversation for being the best receiver in this class before the season started. Had a tumultuous season, almost entered, you know, almost left the team, almost went into the transfer portal. Then he was going to go. There's going to stay there for another year. Now he's going to the NFL draft. Uh, 48 receptions, 538 yards, only two touchdowns with 11.2 yards per carry. Not a great year. The year before, 38 receptions, 508 yards, nine touchdowns, 13.4 yards per carry. Actually, maybe his best season minus the touchdowns. 2020 had 45 receptions, 735 yards, five TDs. 16.3 yards per carry. Brad, let's talk about it. Keyshawn Boutte, our number four receiver. Yeah, so the first one is this. This dude's an athlete. He is a powerful guy as well. So his strength is really nice and really shows up on tape as well. And when you pair that with all of these other things that he can do, his agility, his speed, his acceleration, like he's got all of these things to be a legitimate wide receiver at the next level. I And I, I could see this dude being my number one by the end of the, by the end of the, the draft season. When you look at, right, you talked about Dave, his sophomore season, not being his best. Yeah. I remember he missed half the season cause he, he hurt his, uh, 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 was it his ankle? I think his ankle in that game against Kentucky. So he missed part of the season. He was on track to have a better sophomore season than he did. He already had nine touchdowns through those games, yep. right? And then you've got this weird thing. Malik Neighbors comes in and take, I mean, they put him in the slot for like 300 plus snaps. It's a very odd situation with Brian Kelly. You already led to it. Uh, so I'm not going to do any more of those. So that that's going to be the first con we'll talk about is the consistency, right? What is... Is it the play? Was it the attitude? What is the consistency issue that created this problem that we saw this season? The second one we'll talk about, and the first one on the list there is the manipulation. Uh, So we talked a little bit earlier on another episode with some of these other wide receivers, the ability to get on the corner's toes, get them to shift their hips the wrong direction, and then make your cut to really create that separation. Sometimes he doesn't do that because he doesn't necessarily need to. He's got the speed and the acceleration, and he's really good at varying that speed that he doesn't need to give that subtle hint to the inside to break outside like some of these other wide receivers do. 
Now, when you get to the NFL level, I think he needs to be coached up to do that because these corners are not college corners anymore, right? These guys are professional athletes. You're not going to be able to not manipulate some of these alpha corners that he's going to go up and face up against. So I think being able to manipulate that corner, get them to turn their hips, get up on their toes and create that separation is going to be something he might need to be coached up a little bit on. And then that third one, and again, this is, I'm reaching a little bit, and it's it's the slot question mark, right? You look at, I wrote the numbers down. In 2020, he only took 26 slots, snaps in the slot, right? You see, that was a, he burst onto the scene as a rookie in 2020, or as a freshman in 2020, and most of that was outside work. But then all of the sudden, 2021 comes, and he takes 149 snaps in the slot. You're like, okay, we're getting a little weird here, right? And then in 2022, 375 snaps in the slot. So every year, instead of seeing him go to the outside to work as an alpha X receiver, we saw him go from the outside and slowly work his way inside. And I question that a little bit. Part of it, maybe I shouldn't because it's Brian Kelly and, and we talked a little bit about the weirdness that was going on there. But it does start to question a little bit why is the why is the coaching staff, what are they evaluating that says he's better off in the slot than he is on the outside for the team? And I wonder if that's going to translate to something in the NFL. So I do have a little bit of question around that. So moving on to a player comp, I see Brandon Ayuk in this dude over and over and over again. He's got the speed. He's got the agility and the acceleration. He looks, he really does look a lot like Brandon Ayuk on the field. And I think that's a very good comp. You saw Brandon Ayuk go in the first round. And I think you're going to see Keishon Butte go in the first round as well. Yeah, and he's played with a lot of good receivers and a lot of good slot receivers. Terrace Marshall played a lot in the slot before he moved into it. Um, before that, it was Justin Jefferson. So part of him moving to the slot is also players departing. But 2022, they had a complete makeover of the offense when they brought in Brian Kelly. Let's look at how he stacks up against the rest of the receivers on the consensus draft board. Again, this is NFL Mock Draft Database. They take different websites and they collect the data and give a consensus. And this is the big board. And this is their receivers. Number one's Johnson, Addison, JSN. Jalen Hyatt, Keishon Butte is all the way down at, at the, the 42 spot. And part of that is because he did drop off the map for about a month where he people thought he was going to stay at LSU. And so he's moving up, and you can see this progression right here. On 12-8, he dropped, boom. And then he's right back up. And so right now they have him projected to be a early second-round pick. And so um, some of the more recent drafts are starting to put him in the first round. So you have 29 to the Saints. That would be interesting. You have 22 to the Ravens, the Giants, 26 Cowboys. A lot of the same faces you've seen for the other players. Um, even the Bengals, 29, which the Bengals no longer have. Um, the Bengals don't have 29. Um, 15, Green Bay, 26 Cowboys. What are your thoughts here when you see these landing spots? Yeah, I think that a lot of these things, have, this is too low to me, right? I think come combine time, come him having interviews with these NFL coaching staffs and GMs and player player VPs, 
the questions are going to be there, right? They're going to say, hey, you know, what was the situation? What was in your head? What were you thinking about? Uh, you know, walk us through that. And if he answers those questions well, I think this dude jumps everybody and ends up top 12, top 15 uh, uh, NFL draft pick. But with the data we have now, I think the Saints are the guys that I'm looking at here. If you compare him, you let him go home. You let him stay home. He stays in Louisiana. They get themselves a quarterback off free agent market, which I think is going to what's going to end up happening with the New Orleans Saints. And you pair him with Chris Olave. I just think you got yourself a pretty nasty duo of wide receivers there that you can work with. Now, all of that hinges on the fact that I think they bring in a veteran quarterback, right? A Derek Carr, a Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, something like that. You know, maybe Aaron Rodgers, you know, who knows what they end up with. But I, I don't know that they end up drafting a quarterback in this draft. So I, I think I like that play with him and a veteran quarterback. All right. Well, this was the Kayshawn Butte episode. A reminder, make sure you check out our other episodes, SGPN Fantasy Football, wherever you find your podcast, as well as our YouTube channel. Appreciate you guys, as always. Good luck this season.